Welcome to Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. The Red Balloon is a short film from 1956 about a little boy who follows a red balloon and he makes the red balloon his, his new friend, basically, in a way. I might be oversimplifying it, but uh, joining me today is Andrew Endwistle with the Endwistle podcast. Um, thank you, Andrew, for, for joining us today. No worries at all, Brian. How are you? Good, good. How, how are you today? I'm hanging in there. I'm, uh, I'm going to be honest, hanging in there. I, I hear you. I hear you. Well, this um, podcast is a in, in a commentary track format for a very important reason. And that reason is you are not alone. I know many people listening at home or in their car or at work, or wherever they might be listening, might be saying, what do you mean I'm not alone? Of course I'm alone. There's no one here with me. Um, what I mean by that is when you have someone to watch a movie with, when you have someone to go to a movie with, movie watching becomes a social activity. But if you don't have anyone to go to a movie with or watch a movie with, then the movie watching becomes a solo or solitary activity. And so I'm here with you today. Andrew is with you here, here, with you here today to watch the movie with you. Um, so if you would like to pull up the movie, the, the Red Balloon, it is on YouTube. Uh, it is on YouTube. So I will be on the other side of the pause button. Andrew will be on the other side of the pause button as well. Um, I did want to briefly mention uh, the two crisis text lines. If there's anything in, the, in this episode or in the movie that, that triggers you, you, if you're in the U.S., you can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. And in the U.K., you can text SHOUT, S-H-O-U-T, to 85258. Um, so so w w welcome, Andrew. Um, again, thank you for um, being here today. No worries at all. Uh, but but just hanging in hanging in today though, yeah, hanging in there. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna lie. What I what I mean by that is in terms when I spoke to you and you actually got me on in terms of mental health stuff. I'm very all over the place. One day I'm great, the next minute I'm not so great. And f I mean I turned 18 last month, mm -hmm. and since then, <clears throat> excuse me, my mental health. I feel like I've had a lot less bad days than I had say in in peak kind of self-isolation for coronavirus or whatever yeah. and what i mean by hanging in there it's uh, about an hour ago my football team got absolutely hammered in their first game of the season so i'm not yeah, i'm not happy <laughs> shall we say yeah. but yeah. i'm happy to be here yeah that's yeah. definitely well, correct well 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 the, the red balloon from people who who might not know the movie you may have seen David Blaine, the magician David Blaine, did a, a, um, a flyover with a bunch of balloons, which many people correctly uh, related to the Disney Pixar movie Up, which would be true, but it would also be true that it that the whole flying with balloons thing originates with the red balloon. And so this movie, though, for those who who haven't seen it, it's quite literally a little kid in the streets of Paris. I think it's in Paris. I don't, I don't know why it would not be, but who 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 adopts a balloon? <laughs> and he quite literally adopts a balloon, like you would adopt a little puppy dog. And he adopts a balloon, and he. <laughs> so so I thought it would be interesting to to ask you, um, what would be the 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 red balloon for you? I mean, obviously it might not be a literal red balloon; it might be. <laughs> Something yeah. else, but well, well, what, what would the, the what red you, balloon be? What do you mean by red balloon? That's the thing. 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, well, for me, I would say the red balloon would be uh, music. There's a lot of music that I just love discovering and, and, and that really does it for me is, is the music. That's, so that would be the red balloon for me, would be a lot of music. Okay. So is, something that you, is it something that you can kind of, when you're down, you can almost take refuge in, in a way? In a way, yeah. Is that, is that exactly. what you mean? Exactly. Well, I'm a, very, I'm a very big music guy. And what I like to do when I'm, when I'm upset or whatever, I have, to, I have to physically be doing something. I can't, stop and, I can't stop and have just two minutes to myself because that leads to overthinking. And then, I mean, you probably know what overthinking is. Like. Exactly. It's, it's extremely dangerous. <laughs> it's, like, it's like getting caught in a current in the sea. You're just off within yeah. a minute. Snap, and you're gone. Definitely. So I always have to. You know, it's working on my podcast. This I'm. I'm a perfectionist, so everything has to be right when I do it. The questions have to be good. The interview has to flow well. The editing has to be great. It has to sound good. If there's one tiny little problem, that's when I switch off, and I have to. Well, I say I say switch off, but I have to. Everything has to be right. And there have been there have been times at night where I've had to get up and say, Andrew, you know what? I know you want to get this done, but this isn't it. And even even that stuff like you know stuff like that can play on my mind as well. Yeah. But music music's a very very good one actually because definitely. I can I can take refuge in that. Oh, definitely. And and the perfectionist with what you're talking about that sounds like me with what you're talking about because <laughs> I could be one of the most stubborn SOBs because oh, I yeah. want everything oh, yeah. to be just right. And even, exactly. even, even, even we, were, we were going over, you know, what to cover on the, um, and you can attest to this, I was super detailed about, okay, this, yeah. is, how, yeah, yeah. this is how, um, you know, this is how the scripting goes, this is how the format exactly. goes. Exactly, that's, that's so, a really, really good thing though. I, I think so, sure. yeah, because I, I, I want to have the, the resource be helpful people and so i want to be sure that that once i click record and, and people are listening mm. that they know that i that didn't just oh I, I think i'll do a podcast today <laughs> but, yeah, but rather yeah. that there was some planning that went to it and that um you know what i mean just to be sure that they know that um but yeah so but the music though def, that definitely is a um you know, one of, one of the red balloon things for me. And even yeah, you know, for, for those yeah, who might yeah. be watching, um, who, you know, and listening at the same time, there's a, this scene where he, he, he walks to school because he misses the bus because they won't let him on the bus with a, with a balloon. So he, he gets to his, his, uh, his school and they're not going to let him bring the balloon in, apparently. So he, he gives his balloon to some old guy standing on the street corner. Hey, can you hold my balloon while, while I'm at school? That's something that I, w I would totally do because, it, because if that's something I adopted, I wouldn't feel safe having it tied up. Because I don't know if someone would steal it. I don't know if it would get blown away. So when he gives it to the, the old guy to, to hold, it's like that's something I totally – I would totally do that. Because I would want to be yeah. sure that that balloon is safe and sound, so that when I get out of school, the balloon hasn't flown away or someone has stolen. Of course, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I want to be, I want to have that level of control. I mean, yeah. and granted, I would, I would want to bring it into school with me if the teachers would, would let me bring it in. But there's parts of the, of the red balloon that I, I just totally identify with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Um, but but if you could, how, how was, uh, how has, what, what, um, 
what 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 brought you on on your journey in, into the 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 wonderful world of uh mental health well do you mean more do you mean more how i speak about it or how did it all start well a, a little of both and obviously i say you know the wonderful you know in, in quotes it's obviously <laughs> yes. that's not a uh... <laughs> wonderful it, it's been a it's been a very weird two or three years yeah the so with i'm gonna just give you a little bit of context for everything. Uh, I made, when I started my podcast, mental health is always something that I want to talk about because I'm, I'm quite open with this stuff. Like I'm, I think if you asked my friends to describe me, they'd say that I'm a pretty straight talking guy at times. I don't like to be around the bush. I have to say things as they are, or it plays on my mind a little bit. So I was no problem saying oh, I'm having a bad day. I've had, uh, Oh, I've had three, weeks full of bad days i think i'm probably depressed i was really anxious doing this today and i think what what i did in the episode i did i mean it was two months ago i mean i'm just hit episode 20 yesterday cool. it was like episode cool. 11 or 12 and i got this guy in who basically has struggled with mental health problems for ages and his his sole mission was solely on youtube to just educate people about mental health problems and normalize it and I brought him on with the kind of aspiration of making this thing, this kind of interview together that people could listen to and think, <laughs> okay, I'm not alone here. Because I don't know about any of the, I mean, you or any of these people listening, but I know when I'm having something wrong going on in my life, if I see someone else speaking about how they struggle with that, it makes me feel like I'm not the only person in the world suffering with that particular thing. Oh, definitely, definitely. And that is something that I, I, I share that, that goal. And having it being normalized so that it's something that is a routine <laughs> um, yeah. check-in, as it were, to talk about daily and talk about routinely and not have it be something that's in a, a special category, of course, um, yeah. so to speak. There's, um, and this is not a, despite the name of the podcast, it's not a movie <laughs> podcast per se. So many, much of my commentary about the red balloon will be very limited. But there's, yeah. there's almost like this stereotype of movies or TV shows, well, well TV shows especially, where the, the TV episode has, a, it's a very special episode. They call it, mm -hmm. you know, they, they advertise it as a very special episode. And if it's something about depression or suicide prevention, why do they have to put that, it's a very special episode, you know, Hyper, yeah. you know, why not just talk about it regardless and not you know what i mean so just normally because exactly. millions upon millions suffer with it so why not speak about it normally why exactly. is it a taboo subject exactly so because it almost it almost makes it a bad thing do you know what i mean exactly exactly and um this is being recorded we're in the month of september which is the suicide prevention month mm -hmm. uh this will likely you, you will likely be hearing this in october but why not extend <laughs> suicide prevention exactly. extend to October? Yeah. yeah. Because well, every day should be suicide prevention. Suicide prevention. Exactly. So. It, so if someone's feeling suicidal, <laughs> however they're feeling, it's not magically going to go away on September 30th. And then October 1st, you're magically, you know, hundred percent better. That doesn't so, so definitely I, I, I appreciate the the concept that and 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 the, and the goal of Suicide Prevention Month. However, like you said, <laughs> every day and every week and every month uh, should be and 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 I'm not being a jerk by saying that, am I? No, 
Okay. okay. <laughs> You're being right, Brian. Okay. Because that, that's one of, the, one of the concerns that I've had. And um, obviously, one of the... Um, one of the responsibilities, I guess you could say, with doing the podcast is I tend to keep a lot of my perspective to myself. <laughs> For a reason being is that I want to have a good a good dialogue, a good conversation. And if it's just people showing up mm, to the podcast yeah. and just me talking, there's no value in that. I, I the, the value I think yeah. comes from having dialogue such as this, where there's of course, yeah, like a conversation, not just you know <laughs> me talking about something because yeah. obviously no one would, would would really care about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but the um, but like you said, just having the days where it's it's okay not to have a super happy fun day. You mm. know, there will be days where it. It's just blah or just neutral or, you know, um, definitely that. Could, could you speak to that? I mean, just the days, the days where it is sort of just level off or just neutral or. I think, I think with uh, bad days, especially what I uh, did recently is I, I found that if I kept myself busy, I wouldn't think, oh, I'm having a bad day. This is the fourth bad day in a row or whatever. And I'd, sometimes I'd sit in the shower and I'd think to myself, oh, well, it'll be, everything will be okay. Then I'd think, okay, I've not had a bad day so far. And then I'd overthink. And then it's, 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 a, really, it's a really weird thing to happen when I think about it now, how I, I felt like that. Because when I can be quite manic depressive, where I am one minute on fire and the next minute I'm lower than the floor. It's, yeah. I don't know yeah. why that happens. But it, I feel I feel with the, with stuff like depression, especially severe depression, it never one hundred percent goes away. But you can manage it to the point where you'll never have it ever again in your life. Yeah, exactly. Well, have you ever heard that the the term depression is a liar? Like meaning that all those symptoms that sort of. No, I haven't. But I'm intrigued by it. <laughs> Because I, I had heard that um, probably in the last week, so I guess that's still why it's fresh in my mind, <laughs> probably in the last week, but someone had mentioned depression is a liar because it's like all the stuff going on that makes you feel, or it's, it's like it's the depression speaking, it's not you yourself saying all this, you know, horrible I stuff. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah, I suppose it's the kind of depression, it's more of a really awful mindset, that it just feeds feeds bad things into your mind i actually i actually bought a book uh i can't remember off the top of my head what it's called but it in this book i remember it discussed it used the analogy of you're a farmer and you're sowing the seeds or whatever those seeds you're sowing are thoughts and whatever you whatever you sow the bad the 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 crop that will grow from those seeds that in a way is your thoughts basically definitely Definitely. And one, and that's one of the things that has been a, I don't want to say a, a recurring theme throughout the podcast with, with different people have come on, but exactly what you're saying, you know, the thoughts that are, that are there. And, yeah. um, and it's come up on a few episodes with, with different people I've talked with is if it gets to, if it gets to a point where you just need, need to turn off the TV or, 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 or turn off a movie or whatever, because it's, it's putting not so good thoughts in your head. Yeah then yeah. find something that, that has better thoughts to, <laughs> to, to put in your, in your head. So, yeah. 
so exactly what you're saying, that's something that has come up um, on, on more than one episode <laughs> in, 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 in um, you know, when, when I've done this. So absolutely, the um, having the, the, those thoughts planted and, and not lending energy to, to those thoughts that, um, you know, would make things worse or make it feel worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but anxiety also, though, that's something that um, you, you, you've dealt with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it all, I remember going to school when I was probably six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. I would cry every morning because I just, I just didn't want to go. I hated my teachers. I had my friends, obviously. But when you're a six or seven year old, you just kind of do your own thing. This stuff don't really cross your mind. Yeah, yeah. And I remember crying, and it was always, it was always a fight to get me to go to school. Always. And in, I think the biggest problem I had is that I really struggled learning when I was younger. Like when I was 14, I was diagnosed with something called dyspraxia. And what that is, it's like dyslexia. Mm-hmm. Plus I have a questionable fine motor skills. Uh, sometimes in the focus department, I can be quite bad. Like I have to use like an overlay, like, you know, like a pink overlay or whatever. Uh-huh. So I have to hold something over a page to read it. Yeah. And my, my dyspraxia is very mild. Like it doesn't, really impact me day to day unless I'm standing on one leg that's probably the biggest thing it does yeah yeah because the balance is really 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. awful <laughs> yeah yeah it's to the point where now I can laugh at myself and I laugh at some of the silly things I do every now and again like yeah. everyone does because you can't take yourself too seriously can you oh exactly yeah and and that's um one thing that is um you know that's one of the one of the the, the good things that kind of you know is that's good to, good to know, you know, as far as like not being alone and, mm. you know, working through a lot of this is that there, um, you know, there, there are other people out there and there, and, and, yeah. it, it, and it does get better. Um, yeah, it, it does. does. Um, yeah. And um, so, but, but so, so what you're doing with, with the podcast thing then that, that that's part of your, your, your journey through mental. More thing podcasting for me, it was always like I started my own radio show when I was 12 and for about six years I've more been in taking myself out and then chucked myself back in there's been just to give you context I had my first radio show for 2014-2016 and then I had a year out I went back and did a 35 hour week at a radio station talking for seven hours a day it it wasn't uh, it was it was good but yeah, I could. Yeah. I had to have a little voice break when I got home because. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. No, I'm just talking seven hours. Oh my. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I uh, I gotta <laughs> ask you something. Um, and obviously Please. this is this is not a music podcast. Uh, but I, I <laughs> from time to time there is stuff that kind of just jumps out of me. Yeah. I'd be yeah, like, yeah. I'd, I'd be stupid not not to. And and for those who might not be listen, who who might be in the U.S. listening, um, this would be. I don't think it would be UK specific, but do you remember uh, John Peel? No. Okay. He is, okay. Oh, yikes. Okay. He was a, um, he was on the BBC, um, legendary DJ, and he would play quite literally anything and everything. He would play Motorhead, then you go from like Motorhead to Led Zeppelin to oh, Tangerine yeah. Dream. And he would just play the, you know, and that's one of the things that's sort of, because um, I have somewhat of a radio background as well. And mm-hmm. it's because of hearing John Peel is that he, he, it wouldn't be like all, all metal or all world beat or all, you know, whatever. It would just be 
whatever the hell he wanted to play, he played. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Kind of like most, not, most, kind of like most yeah. people are, are like in real life. You know, nobody in exactly. real life only listen. You know, well, I'm sure there's some people who only, but that's what most people listen to in real life. They sort of listen to, okay, here's some, you know, R and B here, some some punk here, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's kind well, of when how, when I wake when I wake up in the morning, I'm one time I, I listen to set artists for say or I set a genre. Like I've had phases of. Had a really, really big Oasis fit. You know Oasis? Yeah. Love I absolutely oh, I, love Oasis. I love I love Oasis. There What's is What's your favorite Oasis song? Um Live Forever. That's a good one. That's Live a, Forever. That's Live Forever. I I'm glad I you Yeah. Oh you don't say Wonderwall. That's the no, obvious one. No, I'm not one. saying Wonderwall. No, I have to say uh ooh, Champagne Supernova Live Forever. Well and and I would imagine a lot of people listening will have no idea the next question I'm going to ask you. Do you prefer mm-hmm. High Flying Birds or the, you know what I mean? The, the two, the two, yeah. which, which oh. one do you prefer? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> because they're both, they're, okay, okay. The, the Liam Gallagher fanboy, there's a, there's a culture in the UK of younger people who very much follow, they follow Liam Gallagher. I mean, Liam yeah. Gallagher is one of the greatest rock front men of all time. He is. Sure we can. Not the yes. best, but he's certainly up in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But what would Liam Gallagher be without Noel Gallagher writing the songs for him? Yeah, exactly. And pe- people forget that, and that really infuriates me, because I really like them both. Yeah. I think there's certain, there's certain uh, periods where I can go between them, but yeah. oh, I, don't, I don't know. Well, you meant, like I said, this is not a music podcast, but you mentioned the magic word for me, because I, I love Oasis. I yeah. love Oasis um, and all the side projects and whatnot. And, and I'm still course, gonna, I'm yeah. still holding out hope for a reunion. I don't so know if I. it ever, I don't know if it'll ever happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I doubt it. Um, part of me was one, do you remember a, a few years ago when there was that shooting in Manchester and there was yeah, that benefit the, concert? Yeah, and, and it was yeah, either Lion or Noel. They showed up there separately. Yeah. And part of me was wondering, please, please, please let this be the, yeah. you know, the event that has, it, it, it yeah. didn't happen. It, it, it was close. It was very, very close. They should have, they really should have done. Yeah. I and I was hoping that. Ariana, I, I think, I think Liam wanted it. Liam came out and said yeah. he really wanted it. Happen. Yeah. So part of me was like rooting for Ariana Grande to like yeah. lobby on their behalf or whatever. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of be like. They're not going to fight. And then, yeah. I mean, Ariana Grande is not going to want herself in the middle of like a Gallagher fighting sandwich is she? I mean, that can't yeah. be Well, did you, did you see them? And I'm not, I'm not going to spoil that. Well, I guess it sort of would be a spoiler, not, not a huge spoiler, uh, but the movie yesterday, did you see the movie yesterday? No. There, well, the, just the movie is this, he wakes, this guy wakes up one day where the Beatles never happened. And there's a scene in the movie Ooh. where he looks up Oasis <laughs> and Oasis yeah. didn't exist because there were no yeah. Beatles. <laughs> exactly. You were watching that you movie and, and I was, and I wonder how many people saw that movie who, who that joke just flew over their heads. Yeah. Not plenty. Cause I mean, Oasis, I mean, I'm very surprised you know as much about Oasis as you did because they never really, they never really, were big in America. I mean, there was Wonder Woman. I mean, oh, they Wonder should Wars. have been bigger. They should have. Been. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, and blur, that's one thing I know. I don't of, understand. Yeah. yeah, all of the blur stuff. Oh, I hate that, blur. <laughs> I hate blur. I, I'm not. I, I'm not a fan of blur either. I. I'll be honest with you. Um, I. All my family, my dad's side are all northerners, so I have quite. I have a different connection to Oasis than most people do. I. I like Oasis. So, I mean. 
Oasis, oddly enough, they they were really big in the you know the alternative and and college radio yeah, yeah, yeah. scene. But on the on the mainstream top forty, they they never broke through to like the top forty, except for in in Wall. the UK. It was all I asked my mom about, it and she, her, and my dad prefer Blur to Oasis, which I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Well, what what I about what about Pulp? Pulp. Oh, I need to ask them about Pulp. Okay. I haven't listened to Pope. Yeah. Do you know Here, what? Do you like you, know, you like Stone Roses? Stone Roses are awesome. Oh, I love the Stone. I love Stone, the Stone Roses, Roses. Are amazing. I want to I be adored and 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 song yeah. song son for. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I am the resurrection. Never ever ever gets. Yeah, I there are, and and the re, the reissue from a couple years ago that has like you know eight different demo versions on it. Yeah. That is yeah. that is an amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Harry, I'm saying it's not a music podcast, but. Like I said, you mentioned the magic word, yeah. so. Yep. <laughs> 90s um, British rock guy, though. Definitely. Um, so I got to say, I, I'm not a fan of, um, there was a movie a few years ago, 24-Hour Party People. Not a fan of that movie. I got to give it another watch someday, because mm-hmm. it was all about, you know, Happy Mondays and bands like that. Oh, yeah. Never got, I, I did not think that movie. I don't know what it was. It was maybe the way it was, um, now that I mentioned, I'll probably have to do an episode about it. <laughs> see, see how that see how that goes. It's like a uh, yeah, um, and that's one of the things that sort of doing doing the podcast is um, for me. There's a, there's a huge op, you know occupational hazard of me going off on a tangent like I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not so much a tangent because I you know I, it's, I, I'm a huge Oasis fan. Yeah, um, <laughs> and. Um, well, and and um, and and there was an oasis. There's been a, at least I want to say three or four different Oasis documentaries now, at least. Mm. Yeah, at least. yeah. It was super. I watched Supersonic. That yeah, Supersonic's really. great. Yeah, and yeah. um, and what's funny is when it, when they first came out, you couldn't tell the difference between Liam and, and Noel. You can tell the difference now. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, you, you could you couldn't tell the difference. Same haircut, same everything. That's the same story. When when I started high school, there were two girls in my class that looked the same. So instead of getting to know them, I decided, you know what would be a good idea to tell them apart? Their shoes. They wore different shoes. So I yeah. used to use their shoes to tell them apart. I'd look at them and then look at the shoes and go, okay, you're this girl and you're that one. Yeah. So. Well, isn't there right now, and again, Harry, I'm venturing further out of movie uh, and mental health uh, <laughs> territory, but isn't there like a huge pissing contest going on right now between... Um, like on the number one charts, there was some guy, was it Lewis, something or other? And Lewis like Cowley. A, yeah, and he's a huge pissing match between him. And, uh, <laughs> it, it, or am I thinking of something else? Like, no, are you, you thinking of Lewis Capaldi versus Noel Gallagher? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Is it? That's well, like that, this was, that, was, that, was last, that was last year, actually. And yeah. what, what the thing is with that, I mean, I, I live in Scotland, and Lewis yeah. Capaldi is from about an hour down the road from yeah. where I live. Yeah. So he's quite he's quite a big deal here. Yeah. And the Scots well the majority love Lewis Capaldi. I love Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually love Lewis Capaldi's general chat more than yeah. I love his music. Yeah. But he no Noel Gallagher said the words You're from Scotland, I don't like Scottish people. Scottish Scotland's a third world country. Yeah. And Liam took advantage of this. He basically I think he did he did a gig in Scotland and basically praised the Scottish people and said how lovely we are. Yeah. I do like to think Scottish people are very nice. We yeah. are lovely people. Well, do you, re- do you remember a band a few years ago, Frightened Rabbit? 
No. Oh, I <laughs> zero for two Please, on. Tell some... me, tell me, anyways. Well, Frightened Rabbit—they're in the same category. Well, not as not as good as Oasis. I'm not going to lie. There, there's no comparison. Um, mm. But Frightened Rabbit, um, Scott Hutchison from Frightened Rabbit—he lost his battle with depression a few years ago, oh. and I was super bummed out when that happened because yeah, Frightened Rabbit—they were a band that. Um, I don't say comparable to a band like Radiohead, but they were, they sort of were like Radiohead in a way that people yeah. found their, and I never found their music to be depressing. I always found it to be, um, it spoke to me, I guess that would, that would be a way, way of putting it. Yeah. And when, um, and when, when he lost his battle, uh, it would have been like a few years ago, I want to say, it, the, I really took that hard. I, I'm not gonna lie. I really think that yeah. went hard, because yeah. a it was one of the bands that I that I, I was like, and they were oddly enough they were more well known in the in the U.S. than the, than than Oasis was to a certain extent. Really, that that blows my mind. How more people in the U.S. know about Frightened Rabbit than about Oasis? Yeah, that just boggles my mind. That's crazy. <laughs> well, there's there's another there's a story I want to mention actually. Have you ever heard of the the rapper XXX Tentacion? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah well he had he had an album called 17 where the asked the thing about that album it was to speak it was just to kind of help people get over their depression and such mm -hmm. and when that album dropped i i listened to it i liked it a lot and then about six or seven months maybe nine ten say a year later i uh, started having all these feelings and then i just got really depressed for like probably eight or nine months and I found so much like that album was my red balloon in a way. Cool. And then when he when he died, well he died before I really kind of took took solace in that album, and that that really hit me as well. Yeah. Because that I I love that to pieces, and even now like there's been times where I feel down and I put the album on and I'll just yeah. So there. so you know what I mean? You know what? Listen to it. Exactly. So you know what I mean then? There's times where you turn on an album and then it's like you you know it it's like therapeutic. It's like so therapeutic yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah that... Well there's another there's there's two more I want to touch on. Uh -huh. The one yeah. uh do you know the rapper Juice World? He didn't die through any uh depression and suicide. Those one I don't think he crossed over to the US, I don't think. No, Juice World was was in the US. Oh what was his name? Juice World. Oh yeah, Juice World, Juice World, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he he I used to interview a lot of younger musicians that are about my age, maybe a little bit younger. And they're their inspiration to Juice World. And they're they're not rapping necessarily about I mean gangster rap was all about uh kissing women, shall we say. Um you know, drugs, alcohol, shooting people, stuff like that. Yeah. And just wrote, just wrote about emotions and so and he was by no means was he the first to ever do this. Yeah. But the new wave of rappers and musicians are influenced by that. And I think there's so many of his songs where he talks so openly about how he felt that even now I'll go back and listen to some of them and it's it's crazy. How I mean he's gone now, but there's still so many so many people that listen to his music just to take solace in it. And I, I guess I, I did as well. Cool. There's some of his cool. some of his songs off his first album. That's some that I look at, and I just look at the album and think, "Wow, well, okay, you really helped me through some of the worst parts of my life." You know? Yeah, and isn't that cool? Don't you? Isn't that cool though? When when you come across an album that 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 does that for you, isn't that cool? Yeah, I, I love that. 
is amazing. Thing, and yeah. the third one, third one's Chester Bennington from Linkin Park. He's awesome. That, yeah, that hit me a little. That bit. one, that one hit me as well. And um, there was, um, and even because I'm having a hard time, even what, like the Gray Days, I think is his original pre Lincoln Park. I still have difficulty hearing that because I still hear yeah. Lincoln Park with, with, with that. Yeah, um, yeah. There was a my favorite movie growing up was Transformers. And wait, just give me a second. Uh-huh. Sorry, they're shouting in the next room. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I love the first Transformers movie and the end sequence. The end song was "What I've Done" by Linkin Park, and uh-huh. that for years was like. I remember I went back to it when I was like thirteen, and I'm like, okay, yeah. this is a good song. I always <laughs> yeah. listen to it. Yeah, and then when yeah. he died, it's just it's because that song when you play that song, it takes yeah, me back to yeah. five sitting in my cousin's yeah. living room watching yeah. Transformers with me. Like, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so can you just give me? Can you just give me one second? Okay? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we are live. Uh, well, it's not live. It's live for me and, and live for Andrew. Um, so yeah, this is. Um, podcast that we're doing if you are what if you are listening to the podcast while you're watching the movie uh the movie should be winding down right about now um as i mentioned at the top of the show and, and andrew he, he will be back just momentarily but if you're watching the movie um the 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 balloons that he's um Oh, well, welcome back. I was, <laughs> I was just mentioning that, um, yeah, I was just mentioning for those who are watching the movie, um, I think it's right, it, it should be towards the end of the movie. So typically when people are, are um, listening and watching movie, often they were talking for part of the movie, but this is a rare situation where we're, t- we're talking longer than the length of the movie. <laughs> so that's always, uh, <laughs> uh, sort of like, a, it's always going to, whenever it's a, a short subject yeah. film. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So now, if, now if you are watching it, you can go back and rewatch it a second time, and uh, <laughs> or a third time, exactly. or fourth yeah. time, and rewatch it and keep watching it. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, the, but the, look at that, Dad. Um, look at that. The, the music, like that. That's a huge red balloon for me, and sounds like it is for for you as well. And um, yeah, just ha- ha- having that because um, it's one thing that that, that you can control i mean there's because obviously there's a lot in life that that we, that we can't control but having that um be there is like one of the small things that you can kind of be in control of of course <laughs> of course yeah. yeah and i really i really when you first said the red balloon question to me i'm like okay <laughs> i don't know i'm i'm like you know i'm like a penguin in the Sahara desert here i'm yeah. totally lost but then now that I think about it more and more and more, it's like there's so many different little red balloons I have. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't think I don't think you know. I'm, I'm sure the guy who and the guy who fun fact the guy who directed it, he made the the board game Risk. So if anyone who has the, the Risk board game and but yeah, yeah, I don't I don't you know he's he had to have known okay well I'm not going to make a movie about a literal red balloon. He probably had to have some you know, deeper meaning when he was doing it. He would have course, had to, yeah. because there's no way that the movie would have held up as long as it has, if it were yeah. just yeah, that yeah. alone. So yeah, so many, so many different layers and so many different levels of that. Well, yeah. what, um, well, what's, what's worked for you as far as what, what's helped you manage uh, the symptoms that you've had? 
I get asked this question quite a bit in some interviews I've done before. So um, you know, <laughs> I know I know exactly what I'm going to say. I have to think about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Going on walks, I live. I uh, don't say to anyone where I live, but I live near the sea, shall we say? And it's very beautiful just to go on late night walks. And it was at a time where it was just really beautiful sunsets. And yeah. there's this place where you can go and you come over this hill and you can just see everything. And it's like like golden sunset. Oh. And just to, just to see that, it almost, it gave me something to be happy about. Mm-hmm. And think, okay, I thank God that I'm here right now mm-hmm. and that I can see this. And I would often go and, and sit down and just take it all in. And then mm-hmm. I'd walk back up and back to my house. It's probably a 15, I'd say in total about an hour walk round trip. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a nice, quite a nice, Time for a long amount of time to be out. I don't drive as yeah. well. Yeah. I was going to start, but then COVID and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But it's just, it was really, really nice. And it was something that I could always divert my mind to rather than think about my stuff. Put the music on, put that 17 album we talked about by X yeah. Yeah. on. And that's something that I could, uh, that was one of my red balloons. Cool. Cool. And, and, and for those who might, are listening and, and going through a rough time right now, um, it, 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 it does get better. I mean, it, 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 it really always gets get better. better. Definitely. Yeah. So you I did want to press for 80. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. So, and that's, and, and that's one of the things that ideally always want to, to, to mention is that, um, you know, it, it, it definitely will, 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 will get better. And yeah. there is, um, there's, there's always hope. And um, well, well, you had alluded to this just a moment ago, but uh, 2020 being uh, what it is, <laughs> you know, leaving it, uh, you oh, know, nice. I'll, I'll leave the editorial comments uh, elsewhere. Yeah. But what yeah. are you looking? What are you looking forward to in the new year in, in 2021? Well, 2020 came around for me quite a lot. I turned 18, which means I can go to the pub and I've, awesome. I've, good, I've had good times. Good yeah. times in my yeah. and uh, that's been a good thing. Uh, another good thing is that I've got into I've started my dream course, which is something that mm-hmm. I actually quit radio to focus on back in January. And I uh-huh. said to myself, you know, Andrew, it's like a, I was doing audio production at this place yeah. in the city. And I said to myself, you know, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to quit radio and I'm going to focus on this. And then COVID happened. And then the did you hear about the exams in Scotland or in the UK and how we judge them? Not directly i don't know how much of that i was privy to or what was reported well, they, they messed up a lot basically mm-hmm. what they did is they said the scottish qualifications i don't know what sqa stands for but it's something like that yeah. <laughs> they said you know what we're gonna we're gonna judge it off teacher grades mm-hmm. but not only are we just gonna use teacher grades we're gonna use our own initiative and yeah. downgrade the students and see how they like that because obviously we're the sqa we can do what we yeah. want yeah. They have to say they couldn't do what we want, and they had to reissue qualifications. So I have, I have two qualifications. Oh, have so two you, had, you had to re- retake the test? Yeah. Then? Well, no, no, not, not retake the test, but there was no exams, no nothing. Oh. The teachers, that... the teachers gave the grades in. Yeah. And then, oh, mess. <laughs> Absolute mess. And then oh, they that's... came out a couple of days later and said, you oh. know what? Teacher grades, we're going to do this. Yeah, yeah. Said, and the schools had to issue them, and then I recently got my certificate. So cool. after I got everything again, I got. I only really had to get my English and my business. And I don't know how qualifications work in America, but we have three levels. So we have National 5, which is like mm-hmm. kind of box standard stuff. Mm-hmm. Higher is a bit more difficult. And advanced higher is like first year university level stuff. But mm-hmm. you don't have to do them. 
yeah. and it was higher business management and higher English and I got them and oh, actually so. I was I had a second place and it was a college I was going to go to it's uh-huh. like you you call it community college and it was this big sound engineering place and I said to myself you know what I don't want to be here but they pumped quite a lot of money into the audio facilities and how about how bad could it be yeah yeah. You know, I'm, I'm quite, I'm in what I do. I always want to be the best at what I do. Yeah, I, I can't understand people who go into something and think, think to themselves, I'm only doing this for fun. I don't, yeah, exactly. I think it's just my competitive nature. I suppose. Yeah. I, have I lose the, have I lose the family game of Monopoly? I'm flipping over the board and storming up to my room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, t- I totally hear you. I totally hear you. I just um, can't deal with it. And I think, I think that's what, that's what drives me in day to day life now. Yeah. I always have something to work for. Or if I see if I see someone I know, or they're okay, I'm not gonna name any names, but recently I was speaking to this younger guy uh-huh. and he wanted he wanted to interview me for his podcast. Yeah. And I'm the ethos of my podcast is very much I want to show the world the new generation of talent. Yeah. And more people that I said are my age can be a bit younger, a bit older. I've had some really really, really great guests on that in their own way are geniuses and that I I'm really, I really like that. Yeah. And this guy said, you know what? I'm going to interview you. And I was like, yeah. And he's actually left me, <laughs> he's left me undelivered for a week now. Oh, he's not going to interview me. And I said, <laughs> you know what? I've given, I've given this guy my time. I've given this guy my energy. Yeah. And he's just gone in. He's not even going to interview me anymore. Oh. Even, I even complimented him on his podcast. Yeah. Even, and that's, that's rare for me. Do you have a compliment yeah. for me? I'm, I'm straight talking. Yeah. <laughs> as, as I said, yeah. Yeah. If, I, if I don't think something's good, then I, don't think what consequence it might have. Yeah. I just say I don't think this is great. Yeah. But then I might say, but about maybe a minute later after yeah. I think, oh, that maybe wasn't the best thing to say. Yeah, but- yeah, and yeah, and honestly, with with this podcast right now, it is still in a in a new podcast category. I mean, I'm, I'm not at 20 episodes yet. I I will be soon. Yeah. I, I will. Be I really, I really like. What, I seriously, I really like what you're doing. Oh, you thanks. Do comment, so you put your movies on and then you do commentary over it. More or less, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> and, used to. I used to watch commentaries. I I I remember when I was younger, the yeah. Disney movies, and I used to put over the audio commentaries for some reason. I don't know yeah. why I did. I must yeah. have been about four or five, but I remember listening to them and I would hear facts about the movie, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know what that means, but that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. And there and there's <laughs> some that I, that I heard where it's like it doesn't tell you anything new that you don't already know. Like there's some that are just a director talking about, oh well, here's a scene where this actor was hammered this day or you know yeah. oh, this actor had mono yeah. that day and yeah that, 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 so it's like who cares so it's like exactly. it's like why not use that format for a for a higher good you know to to educate people about mental health issues so that they can still have a commentary yeah, yeah. but yeah. have it be something more substantial yeah then for oh, real though for, i really respect what you're doing because okay, talking about mental health is something as I said, I don't normally touch on it in my own podcast. Like my, my podcast is not dedicated to it. But when there's a serious issue that I feel we need to talk mm-hmm. about, I will talk about it. I did cool. an episode on racism and sexism mm-hmm. as well. And that I did know it was on YouTube. There was one guy that came up and said, look, Black Lives Matter doesn't exist. Yeah. Of course, I said, yes, it does. And there was, a, <laughs> there was quite a bit of back yeah. and forth. Because yeah. with this stuff, I'm very much concrete. And I don't, obviously, this is not yeah. a podcast that kind of stuff. But all I'm going to yeah. say is silence is violence. Yeah, you've got to yeah. say something, you know. 
Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you, what's your attitude about people who don't take stuff like depression or anxiety or bipolar seriously? You know, they don't accept it as, you know, oh, this person has diabetes, this person, you know, and, and, and comparable with any other health mm. issues. That's a good question. I, I think that they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I think if you have if you have the balls to sit and stare someone in the eyes and say, you don't have you don't have depression, you don't have anxiety, you don't have any of this stuff. Yeah. Either you're a maniac, you don't know what you're speaking yeah. about, or you've never you've never had that kind of stuff before. Yeah. And I've had I've had people say that to me before, and I've quite literally, like, oh, it's just totally set me off. <laughs> and it's like the switch. Goes. I'm not yeah. I'm not an angry person, but yeah. when I do get angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and I like that it does it does it does give me upset as well. It, it does get to a point though where I just kind of focus on the educating the education part of it and just put the conversation out there so that yeah yeah know exactly that yeah. a lot of the BS that we're talking about that it's not correct <laughs> you know it's not yeah. accurate yeah. and and to, to to therefore focus on the um, education piece of it and focus on the, aware, the awareness piece of it mm. so that it does become, you know, ha have the, the normal conversation and, and have it be routine. Um, that's something that, you know, like when, when someone says they're going to go to the dentist to get a, you know, teeth cleaning or no one mm. looks at a second chance, no one gives them a second look. If you say, yeah. oh, well, I'm going to a counselor appointment today or my therapist today, it's like yeah. it doesn't get the same level of, oh, okay, <laughs> that yeah. they go to yeah, the dentist exactly. does. People care about it too much. Yeah, it's... I think. And there's one thing I also don't get. People, there's some people that can get really, I mean, help's good. People helping you is good, but when people get a little bit too involved, that can irk me a little bit. You know, what do you like, mean? I don't. I mean, I mean, like if I talk about I talk about mental health very openly, mm -hmm. but if someone if someone were to come up to me in the street and question me about, oh, how do you know you have this? How those kind yeah. of questions really, yeah. really like irk me and irritate me. oh yeah because as i as i'm i talked about earlier you just don't know what you're talking about do you? yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but 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 as far as the ignorant people saying what ignorant people generally say i mean you you do you think though it is getting better that that people are starting to get yeah, the message definitely and that, it's becoming much more widely accepted yeah because I, I i'm confident of that as well i mean it might not be you know, next week or, or next month. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, we are getting there. I mean, it, it yeah. definitely does feel like, like we, we are getting there. Yeah. Um, so um, now, is there anything that, that, that I didn't ask you about that, that, that you wanted to, to mention? There isn't though. Okay. I think that we've covered everything okay. that <laughs> okay. I would have wanted to have covered in the first place. So. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I, I did want to mention um, a couple of resources for you. Absolutely. Um, and now, there's also Mind, before I forget, uh, I think that's mind.co.org, I think, or UK, Mind. Uh, there's, there's one called the Samaritans as well. I can get the number up. Samaritans Absolutely. also. Uh, there is Mental Health America, which is mhanational.org. 
there is also National Alliance on Mental Illness, or NAMI. They are nami.org. Uh, Andrew had mentioned the Samaritans, and I believe Samaritans are, I think they're limited in the U.S., but I, they, they're partially in the U.S., I think, um, but mostly across the pond, though. But, um, but cool. Um, so I do thank you for um, being here today. Um, so th th thank you, Andrew. And um, no worries at all, Brian. Thank you very much. Th thank you for um, listening and stay safe, everyone. Um, talk, talk to you soon.